Hello. Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. Before we kick off this podcast, quick shout out to the sponsor of the show, Kent CBD. Now, as you guys know, I'm a huge advocate for CBD and CBD use. Whether it's for the aches and pains in my muscles, ligaments and joints, I use the muscle rub for that. It is fucking brilliant. Uh, But I also use the oil to help with um, my mental health, uh, whether it's to help ease my anxiety, my depression, um, and even helps me with my sleep. But I'm good to you. So put in the promo code GRANITE0 at checkout, all one word, GRANITE0 at checkout, get 10% off all products. You are fucking welcome. But joining me on the show today is an absolute legend, a sleep guru, but not only that, he's a health a health professional, you could say. Uh, his work wonders in the fitness industry, he's a nutritionist, but most importantly, he is a sleep guru. So anything to do with sleep, whether it's the amount of sleep, uh, times of the times of the day to sleep, how much sleep, you know, the list goes on and on and on, even down to stimulants, um, when to stop your stimulants, you know, when not to have coffee, when to have your last meal, the list goes on and on. It is mind-blowingly awesome, this episode. So without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Danny Wilson. Grand Zero podcast. Thanks for coming Thanks on. For Thank you for having me. That was my pleasure. I uh, had a DM that said you might want to check this geezer out, and I was like, "Let's check him out." And when I saw it, I was <laughs> like, "I'm up for that. I'm up for that." I actually did my little bit of a little bit of research on you today. I watched um, <laughs> one of your YouTube videos uh, when you're predominantly talking about sleep, which I was like, Fuck, "Fucking hell, that's." some interesting shit because it's something that people take for granted sleep mate it's 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 one of those things that but it it underpins health there's 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 like there's nothing we can kind of do about it we can't get away from it if we don't sleep correctly and and the issue is that a lot of people think that sleep is like a kind of passive activity that you're just kind of comatose yeah. Like, you know, like you're kind of like you're drugged up type thing. And it's it's the exact opposite. You are so incredibly active while you're asleep that it's just it's just not passive, man. It's not passive at all. Oh, yeah. For one thing, like that's when your body and your mind is regenerating itself, 
fixing itself, going through all these different things. And it's, and I, I find it, it's because um, I suffer quite badly with depression, um, which is why I started the podcast. And, and I have a hint of PTSD going on as well. Mm-hmm. But when I was at my worst, my, my sleep was majorly affected. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, um, it's a vicious cycle because you're not sleeping well. Yeah. You wake up, you're in a shit mood. You're in a shit mood all day. You try to go to sleep. Your brain's going. Well, you're you're a bit of a disgrace, mate. So I don't know why you're trying to go to sleep. It's like fucking. Hell, just let me go to sleep. Yeah. Well, there's the there's, there's the saying, isn't it, that I like. Are you depressed because you can't sleep, or can't you sleep because you're depressed? And you get in that little that vicious circle of because you're not getting the emotional repair through the the the, the REM sleep through the dream sleep. Mm-hmm. You're your perception of events you catastrophize a lot which when you are suffering with kind of depressions it ain't doing you any favors no no and i I sort of touched on it in uh in the one of the messages that i sent to you on instagram one of the Mm -hmm. main things that really affected me really badly um when i was in high stress situations or if um I was going through like a depression episode type thing. I started to get the sleep apnea or this sleep paralysis. Paralysis, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that is that's the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, and um, I tried to explain it to me, Mrs. She was like, "What's it like?" And I went, "Well, I know because I've had it so often. I now know when it's sort of taking place, so I kind of am able to snap myself out of it." which is the most random way I do it is, oh, I'm still asleep. I need to go to sleep in my sleep to wake up. And she's like, what? And I'm like, well, basically, my body feels like it's it's paralysed. I can't move, can't shout, can't do anything. Um, and when I was in my worst sort of part of my life, the thing that I could see by my door, the only way I described it was the Dementor from Harry Potter. Yeah, man. Coming in and it... In my in my head, it's going to take my soul, but I'm trying to fucking punch me misses to wake her up to fucking get me get me out of it. But then I'm like, oh, relax. And I'm sort of saying it in 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 my sleep, relax. Try and go back to sleep, and then you wake up. It's horrible. Well, they used to. Um, it's interesting that you say about the Dementor from um, Harry Potter. Well, yeah. that that's what they used to kind of say, don't they? There's a demon sat on your chest. Yes, and that. That's what um, sleep paralysis is. It's 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 demonic. Uh, I've had it a few times, not for a while, but I've had it a few times, and it yeah, is. It's like you just like yeah, you're just trying to shout, aren't you? Because you can't because you're in you're, you're stuck in between. Do you know do you know what what it, what causes it? No, I don't. I generally don't. So we're probably gonna talk a bit more about this later on. If yeah, if yeah. that's where if that's, that's if that's where we go. go. There's um there's a phase of sleep called REM sleep, rapid eye movement. Yeah. So it's when, it's basically when we dream. Now, I'm ninety percent sure that you have insane dreams. I know I do. If you were to start acting out those dreams, you'd get yourself in a lot of shit. Oh yeah. So yeah. What happens is when you go into rapid eye movement, when you go into dream sleep. Your brain paralyzes your body. 
So the only thing that can that, that works basically is your eyes and your um yeah, basically your life support systems. Yeah, yeah. So you are one hundred percent paralyzed. So what sleep paralysis comes from is you your brain starts to come out of that phase of REM sleep. But you, your body is a, is a little smidge behind, so your body is still paralyzed because you, so like your face is all like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's so that's that's kind of where it comes from. So if you've got if you know if you're if you're if you have depressive feelings, I don't like say if you've got depression because I, yeah yeah I, yeah I, I get what you mean yeah I like to um, kind of dis- disassociate from kind of feelings and emotions. I think sometimes we. Um, sometimes we kind of identify, we hold on to, yeah. I have depression. No, no, you don't. It's just, it's a, it's a feeling you want. It's not you. It's a feeling. Anyway, that was a little bit of a fucking tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, when we are going through these phases and we are struggling to sleep, your sleep is very, very fragmented. Most guys are going to be um, kind of self-medicating with, with alcohol kind of thing. So we get fragmented sleep. So we don't quite go through the phases of sleep correctly, which it, which kind of separates us from our brain and our body and kind of REM sleep. Yeah. So that's why you kind of wake up and go, and it feels like there's someone sat on you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not a nice feeling. It definitely isn't, definitely isn't. But yeah, it's just, it's mad. I've been trying some new things to try and... Um, get more into a routine of I was listening to your um show earlier yeah. and I was like I, I need to start doing that more one thing mm-hmm. is Mr phone he's a big that's a big thing like um I I try now usually when I get in after my shower and whatnot I'll I'll right that's off it, it's mm-hmm. mainly for um because I find myself scrolling for no reason and I want to spend a bit more time with the missus even if we're watching telly, I need to be more present. So that was one. You want to be present and connected and yeah, go. Yeah. Oh my god, did you see that? Yeah, did, did you see that? Oh my god, that was really that was really wasn't it? But yeah, yeah. So I, we, that, we, that's one of the big we, things, and we, we've actually started um, bringing it in with with the kids because we noticed that they, especially over the Christmas period, their sleep was getting later and later. Then they were sleeping in longer, and I was like, this isn't good because they're going to be in for a shock when they go back to school. So it's like half six, put your phones away, put your, you're not, you're not going on, not going on the Nintendo. You're not doing any of that. You can read your books. You can have the telly on if you want for a little bit. I know that's sort of similar, but it's like, no, you're, you're doing your reading and then it's, and it's bedtime. Cause we try and calm them down. Cause they're fucking pains in the ass, mate. They're up and down, up and down. So we'll send them up at like, say half seven. It's like, right now it's your telly time, your reading time. When we say it's bedtime, bedtime. Bedtime comes. Down they come. Oh, I just need a drink. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. say I loved you. You, you yeah, did yeah, yeah. say that. You did. Why didn't you go up with a drink? Yeah. My, my boys are the same. They're not too bad now. My, I've got two boys, uh, 13, 13 and 8. 13 and 9. He's 8. No, he's 8. I keep thinking he's about 2. But yeah, my, my, mine aren't too bad. But my youngest was, was always like, You'd, you'd tuck him in to bed and he'd, he'd shout you and go, the blankets fell off. <laughs> yeah. We'll put it back on then, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's always something else. Like my um, my eldest sort of plays on the, she does, to be fair, she does suffer with with anxiety quite a bit with, with schoolwork. Um, she stresses herself out. But 
I've also found that she plays on that a little bit because throughout the day, she's fine. No, no worries. Bedtime, she'll come down. Oh, well, I've got an exam in a month. It's like, it's in a month. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know it, if it's the fact that she's lying down and everything's off and it's like, oh, now my brain has decided to kick in. You've got time to think. That's overthinking is is pretty much one of the one of the main reasons why people struggle to sleep because they've got, like you said, they've got no stimulation and people aren't used to that. Yeah, people aren't used to having nothing going on. They've yeah. always, like you said, you've got you've got your phone in your hand, you've got the TV, you've always got something going on, which is which is a distraction. Which you know, when we kind of deal with anxiety, with people who suffer with anxiety, distraction is how we kind of get around that kind of thing. So when we remove the distraction, a lot of people kind of struggle. Yeah, yeah. To, to to switch off. It is, and uh, another thing I find really does help. And during um, like the Christmas period, I, I was pretty shit for it was actually exercising throughout the day, whether it's just smashing myself in the evening or in the morning or whatever. It's like, if I've done that, I feel good. And then when I get to bed, I'm like, yeah, now I can, I can chill out, relax. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And it's one of those, isn't it? It's the same, um, I think, mental health, physical health, your sleep. It's all, it's all connected. You need mm-hmm. all to be tip top to... Oh. 100% yeah to be the best version of yourself definitely absolutely yeah. well when you the the way that we the way that we sleep you know why we become sleepy uh, is there's a, a build up of a chemical in the brain called adenosine adenosine is a waste product of energy so we kind of move around we go for run we go to the gym we use a lot of energy adenosine kind of builds up more um we what, if we have some mentally kind of stimulating tasks, maybe you're doing a lot of editing for the podcast all day, you're using energy, adenosine kind of builds up, then we go to sleep. So if we if we find, and I found this, I had COVID last week. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm honest. I, um, because I wasn't, wasn't going out running, I wasn't going to the gym, I wasn't doing a lot, I found that my sleep quality was suffering because I want, I did, it's called sleep pressure. There, was, there wasn't enough sleep pressure building up in my brain because I hadn't been doing anything. So you, what, what you've just said then about going to the gym, going for a run, doing whatever, that's, that's, that's putting more pressure on your brain to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. The, the one thing I always worry about now, I'm, um, I'm a security site manager is my regular human job. Mm-hmm. And the way that the client wanted things was we've got a day shift and a night shift. And I've lost two or three night officers because they literally their health was starting to to deteriorate. And I was I, I was trying to explain to I generally was trying to explain to the client, I was like, we might want to try mixing it up. So I know the site's 24 hours, we have to be there. That's part of the job, unfortunately. Um, but it's not fair on some of these night officers because they're not getting they're not getting proper sleep unless they're sleeping at work, which they better not be. Mm. I don't know if you are. <laughs> the object of having security staff. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not supposed to we're not supposed to work at night. Humans humans are um, are diurnal, which means that we thrive in the day. 
we have certain um, bodily processes, bodily functions that are activated by daylight. So then if we kind of flip that around, we've also got optimum times for resting the body, um, digesting food, resting the digestive system, cleaning the brain. All this stuff is supposed to happen at night when we're asleep. Therefore, if you flip the switch, because I used to be, I used to drive drive tankers on permanent nights. Yeah. Um, my, I wasn't, I wasn't what you would call unhealthy. If we, if you took a kind of cross section of the amount of people in the industry, I was probably a, a lot healthier than most. Yeah. Compared to now, it, it's a, it's a completely different kind of fish. You're not supposed to be having a meal yeah. at it's a in the strange, morning. It's a strange sort of uh, environment to work in. Like when I when I used to do nights when I was an officer, it was horrible, and I found myself eating shit because obviously you want the you want the sugar rush. Drinking mm-hmm. fucking cans of Monster constantly, fucking, I was a shit state, mate. Shit state. Best thing I did was not do nights. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have people reach out to me on social media and they're like, "Can you give us some advice on um, how to sleep better or how to structure things when I'm on nights?" And I'm like, "Listen, as much of a dickhead as I sound, get a new job. Yeah, because you're not supposed to be. Well, will they know that?" You can pretty much take ten years off someone's life if they just work nights. Yeah, it's 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 not nice. It's definitely not. And nice. people who work nights, they unfortunately tend to have a shorter lifespan. They um, unfortunately will struggle mentally, and they will ninety percent of the time suffer with their weight because the body's just all over the place, and it just it's just not living. It's living at disease. It's not live. It's not. Um, it's not supposed to live. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's like you said, you're not designed no. to be to be up at up at night. Like and not only that, it's it is depressing as well. Like even when it's dark and gloomy outside in the in the mornings, you're like, oh fucking what a day already. It's like can you imagine doing that? You're just literally just working in, in darkness. What are you yeah. fucking Batman? Yeah, constantly. It's and it's not <laughs> It's, it's just not good. The, the way that, see, when we get up in the morning, um, our, we, if we get outside and get some natural, natural light, there's yep. sensors in the eye called melanopsin. Melanopsin senses that light, fires a signal into the brain, and that signal basically turns on the machine for the day. So um, your digestion, your certain kind of hormonal releases, everything is kind of tied into that initial hit of light if you don't get that initial hit of daylight your body's like what are we doing where are we which is where you, you know you get um seasonal affective disorder um when it's kind of dark a lot the when we were in lockdown and people weren't getting up in the morning and going to work they were getting up at 11 o'clock staying in the pajamas yeah. on the couch and not getting outside feelings of de- of um of depression kind of rose and it was it's and it's all linked to not getting enough daylight yeah so does that sort of go sort of hand in hand with like blackout curtains and things like that yeah so when we're looking at 
we've got two biological processes when it comes to sleep. We've got your sleep drive and you've got your wake drive. Sleep drive is sleep pressure, the buildup of adenosine. At night, we're supposed to be asleep. Flip that around, we've got your fullness drive, which is why when you finish a night shift, you get into bed and you're absolutely goosed, but you can't sleep because you've, yeah. everything about your physiology is telling you to, to get up and, and, and have a, a normal day. So when we're looking at improving sleep, which maybe we'll talk about in a bit, I don't know, we want to kind of flip the, the light exposure around and we want to get as little light exposure as nice as we possibly can. So blackout blinds, uh, where I live, with there's traffic lights not too far from our bedroom. Yeah. If we don't have the, the blackout blinds, it, it, it just shines right through and it's just too bright. So your, your body, your, your, your eyes are sensing light and going, oh, I'm confused here. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it looks like we're supposed to be awake, but we're not, we're in bed. And it's just causes like masses and masses of problems. Yeah, I bet. Like, <laughs> people are like, are you guys just going to talk about sleep all the time? Yes, we are. So mm-hmm. some of the best sleeps I ever had, my missus always finds this funny. It's like some of the best sleeps I ever had was like out in, on tour in Afghanistan and Iraq and things like that. Cause it's literally, there's zero light pollution. So not only can you see the fucking stars are all out and it's like, this is beautiful. It's relaxing. It's quiet. Like I said, no light pollution. So, and we have to be sort of covert as well. So we're not using fucking big lights or anything like that. Some of the best sleeps I've ever had. I had, well, I, talk- I had a fantastic sleep snuggled up with two men, which was, yeah, which was nice. Yeah, we talk about that and then realise what it sounds like. Yeah, Is exactly. There, no, exactly. <laughs> um, they did an experiment where they took a load of insomniacs, um, clinic, clinically diagnosed insomniacs, real, real issues sleeping. They took a load of them into the woods for two weeks with no torches and nothing. It was um, candlelight, firelight. Within two weeks, they were sleeping. They had... Yeah. They had I bet they real were. proper um, sleep routines because they didn't have social media. They didn't have um, constant light pollution going off in their faces. Yeah. All they had was the going down of the sun and the rising of the sun as, of, as their markers of kind of what was going on. Yeah, last really, night, first night. Really soon, bump, they were just sleeping right the way oh, through. I can see how that works. Like I remember a few years back now, we, me and my brother decided to go camping in the beacons in the winter, which was mad anyway. Um, and we put up a tent and that. It was starting to get dark. And we just finished eating our ration packs and that. Yeah, we took ration packs camping. That's how cool we are. Yeah, so eating the ration get- packs. Yeah, got them freed and I stole them. Um, so we're eating the, eating the ration packs. Literally, had a, we had a, had a little bit of whiskey because we took a little whiskey with us. All warm, had the fire out and we were like... I could I could easily go to sleep right now. It's like and everybody's like to check our watch. Oh, it's half past six. It's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just go to sleep. <laughs> you've got because you've got you've got no stimulation, you've got nothing um keep you've got nothing keeping you up. You know, yeah. years and years and years and years and years ago before the light bulb. Well, they reckon that when the light bulb was invented, that's when everyone's sleep issue started. Because there was yeah. there was there was no nighttime. Because all of a sudden, yeah, this amazing lamp had been brought into the um, brought into the night, which kind of illuminated the place. So 
you didn't have to have nighttime and daytime. It was just all the time. And that's when people's sleep issues started. Yeah, that makes it fucking makes loads of sense. When you actually think about it, <laughs> like I, I live out in quite a, in a quiet village. We don't have much, many street lights or anything like that. So it's, it's quite nice. I could go out the back of my, um, my shedio now and it's calming. It's all black. It's, it's nice. Amazing. I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't really like big cities for, for that reason. It's all, it's all the not only the hustle and bustle or the fucking constant lights, constant noise. And I, I like to sleep. <laughs> as, as I'm sure most people like, if I, if I could be a spirit animal now, I, I, I'd probably be some sort of cat. Cats are brilliant. They just sleep all the time. <laughs> well, well, what's your views on like naps throughout the day and shit like that? It's an interesting one, Naps. It's a good question. It's very person-dependent. As with anything that I do, we need to look at the kind of the, the, the laws of individuality. Because just because something is perfect doesn't mean it's not perfect on paper, doesn't mean it suits a, a yeah. person's life. So in an ideal world, I would prefer anyone that I work with to have one sleep opportunity throughout in the 24-hour period so in the 24-hour period i would like anyone that i work with to have seven to nine hours of quality <coughs> in one um sitting if you like yeah, yeah, I get, yeah if for whatever reason that isn't possible or maybe kind of um new new parents that that thing yeah then we can kind of look at look at a nap. The issue that we have with naps, it's all in the timing. If you nap for too long, you end up trying to wake up while you're in the deeper phase of sleep. And wake the deeper phase of sleep is very, very much unideal. Because it's when you it's when you wake up in that phase of sleep, you know, when you've had a nap and then you wake up and you're yeah. just like, oh god, I feel worse than I did before. Yeah, that's because you, you've woke up at the wrong time. So ideally, you want to be looking at about twenty minutes. So we're just just taking the edge off the tiredness, or ninety minutes, because ninety minutes is how long it takes to go through one sleep cycle of light sleep, deep sleep, and REM sleep. Well, there you go. And it also yeah. depends what time yeah. you have nap. Yeah. Because like I like I briefly kind of spoke about adenosine and sleep pressure building up in the brain. Yeah. If you have a nap too late into the day, and then you just remove enough of that adenosine so that when you try and go to bed that night, you're like, shit. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm wide awake. Because uh, like case in point on that again, going back to people that do night shifts. So when I used to come off a night shift, and then I was going on my rest days, I'd be knackered when I got home, and I'd be like, "Fuck, I need, I need to get some sleep." So many times I managed, I, I would sleep too long, and then I would get up, and then it's like, "Fucking hell, Mrs. is knackered. She wants to go up to bed. Kids are already in bed." I'm like, "Well, I'm fucking wide awake here. I'm gonna have to put fucking friends on in bed or something until." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until I fall asleep, which is another thing that I, I, we we tend to do at the minute. Me and my missus, we'll 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 go up to bed together, 
but it's like, well, we're not quite, not quite ready to sleep. So mm-hmm. we'll end up putting the TV, like the office or, or friends or something like that on like within like set. It's like that gone. And then it's like, we wait. That's, when you do stuff, you've got to be really careful what you watch mm. because you don't want to overstimulate the brain. Remember we, we spoke about yeah, yeah. overthinking being a massive cause of sleep disruption. You put fucking a thriller on or yes, um, <laughs> like something that, that finishes with a big fucking cliffhanger. You're going to turn that off and be like, what do I do now? I got my brain, my brain. So something lighthearted like that is, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, usually when we're, go- we're going up to bed, it's definitely something lighthearted. We, We'll probably watch whatever it is on fucking Netflix. We, we, funnily enough, we're into serial killers and shit like that. Um, yeah, ideal. No, yeah, not ideal. Don't, 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 watch don't have that in the background when you fall asleep. <laughs> the love of the serial killer. It's like, oh shit. Just wake it up like me, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is one for you. So one. obviously, you've got, you get some crazy fucking people. I'm going to use. Jocko Willink is a uh, an example for this. I don't know. Have you heard of Jocko? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, he has like four hours sleep, doesn't he? Mm, well, I, I, I know, I don't know how much sleep he has. I know, but I know that he's a big advocate of getting up at like 4.30 in the morning. And he, yeah, he, lo- he loves to get up early. But yeah, yeah he, apparently he's one of those, um, those creatures that can live and be awesome on like four hours sleep it's like well if i'm like that i want to start murdering people because <laughs> i need i need I, at least like six to seven hours and then six i'm at a push i'm like fuck it i'm i'm tired but i can function mm-hmm. seven to eight golden golden pony i can yeah. crack on then 100 yeah the thing <clears throat> the thing with jocko i know obviously and I just think that that message kind of telling people that they have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to, to kind of hustle and grind, it's actually holding a lot of people back hmm. because the way that the way that sleep is set out. So the, the, the first part or the earlier parts, if you like, of the night is more focused towards deep sleep and it's deep sleep which is their physical regeneration which means that the second half of the night has a more bigger bias towards REM sleep emotional uh, emotional repair that kind of thing so what tends to happen if you're going to if you're going to bed at 10 11 o'clock I don't know what time Jocko well it goes he goes to bed I I don't know um but you're missing out if you're getting up at four o'clock in the morning you're missing out on two, three, four hours worth of potential emotional repair, which is not the best place. Yeah, especially especially these days. Like hundred percent. But the the rise in different mental health issues that are going on. I liked Mm -hmm. your uh, little thing that you had on your story um about uh to deal with Blue Monday. How about you stop calling it Blue Monday? Hundred percent. Um, it's it's really strange isn't it we're kind of we're kind of conditioned we're kind of told today's the really today's the most depressing day of the year oh 
All right. Okay. Sounds well. I do. I do feel. I, I don't feel. I don't feel great today. It's Blue Monday. Oh my god. So yeah. it's like it's almost like we're kind of we're told this is how you got to feel today. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the, it's the it's the third Monday after Christmas or whatever it is. Oh, fuck off. It's Monday. Everybody feels shit on a Monday anyway. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't it does it just doesn't help situate the situation if you are because I think reinforcement in this it's yeah well as humans we've got we've got negativity bias so we are I think it's a self-defense mechanism we're programmed to see the shit we're, we're programmed to see to see harmful possibly dangerous negative situations yeah. so when someone says blue Monday today oh okay that must be how I feel is it? Shit. It's nuts, isn't it? I better put some depressive music on. Yeah, that's the hundred percent because it's you are. I talk a lot, of, a lot about identity, a lot about how you kind of identify yourself to other people and to yourself. That that dictates the way that you behave, and the way that you behave dictates the actions that you take. So if you continually tell yourself this is why i like disassociation if you can continually tell yourself that you're depressed your subconscious your ego it's self-righteous it wants to be right all the time we always want to be right so you 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 keep telling your brain i'm depressed i'm depressed i'm depressed your subconscious goes oh oh, oh, okay shit okay yeah, I, I get that because that, that's, that's what, what, one of the massive things that was my issue was that I literally thought I was a piece of shit. I left the yeah. military, I left, lost my identity, and I was like, "Well, what are you now, mate? What are you?" And that's literally mm-hmm. what I kept going, massive, kept massive. going around in a circle. My missus is there going, "You're a fucking great dad. You're a, you're a fucking wonderful husband, etc." It's like, yeah, but I'm also a piece of shit. So, and it's, she's like, "Will you stop that?" I'm like, it's true, and it would literally constantly in a circle one minute i'm fucking on cloud nine thinking i'm the dog's bollocks next minute i'm thinking about fucking taking my own life because i'm feel like a piece of shit and it's, it's just it's horrible and that's when the, <laughs> the shit sleep comes back in as well yeah yeah um, you're over, overthinking well, and i, I find just looking back on um on 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 jocko um again obviously jocko's a, a military man he's a yeah. former navy seal um, and being not, by the way, people, I'm not comparing myself to fucking Jocko, but I did serve in the military, and you are conditioned, is- conditioned sleep-wise to try and yeah. function as best you can on as little sleep as possible. And it's 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 one of those. He's probably still stuck in that routine of I'm getting up at this time because I have to because I've got this to do, this to do. It's like cool, but also sleep is a form of admin that's what we were always told if you can get if during our military time if you if you've got a bit of downtime you're fucking getting your head down because you need to otherwise you're fucking hanging you're hanging out and yeah it just seems like he's still stuck in that sort of routine that i need to get up at this time because he's very he's he's well he's he's very he's very navy seal that's what he is he's very he's very good navy seal and it's a picture of jocko yeah He's got the square head and he's just he's the voice and everything. Um, and unfortunately, it's it's done him well. You know, he's obviously made a lot of money out of it. He's very successful in whatever whatever he does. He 
whether he has got the genetic mutation that means that he can survive on four or five hours sleep, who knows? Well, they reckon that the chances of you being able to optimally function on less than five hours sleep is the same chance that at some point you're going to get in it throughout your lifetime. The majority of people, the majority of people I would say who talk a good game about, I, I only need five hours kit me. They've basically forgotten what it feels like to be fully rested. So they believe that they are working at full capacity. I was the same a couple of years ago. I was I was the sleep when you're dead, dickhead. I was that I was that guy. That is all right. And I thought, I thought you will be dead if you don't sleep. hundred <laughs> percent. I thought I was happy. I thought I was performing at the best of my ability. But then when I started like really looking into it and I started addressing the issue. Pretty soon, I was like, oh, shit. I've literally yeah. been dragging my ass around without even realising. Yeah, get a good night's sleep and you feel fucking superhuman. Oh, it, and that's that's what I love about it. It's like you you follow a diet religiously, consistency, consistently for three, four, five, six months. Yeah, you're going you're gonna, to, you know, you're going to see some kind of change. You get two or three nights good sleep fucking life changes and that sounds like dramatic but it's fucking true yeah your life will measurably improve very very quickly once you realize that sleep is vitally important and not just an afterthought humans are the only species on the planet that actively shortens their sleep they actively want to sleep less we are the only species on the entire planet that does it yeah but you just look at fucking the big cats for example what about what do they sleep like 10 hours a day or whatever it is they're just just all animals just they just they're asleep they sleep a lot don't they we yeah. don't we like we especially in with business owners and uh entrepreneurs and all oh, that that, kind of that, stuff. That, yeah that's another thing is it with yeah they're like oh, no, no, sleep. i don't need to sleep because it's, sleep like, it's, it's done it's like yeah. Well, the, the reality is, the longer you're up, the 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 quality of your work, the quality of your output, mass massively declines. So that those extra hours that you're putting in because you're fucking hardcore, fucking work going to be bullshit. Yeah. And also, you could probably get more done if you have a better night's sleep. You're more fresh. Your brain's yeah. firing. Well, I, I do it at work. Like, I find that if I've had a shit sleep, I'm there going, oh, I really can't be bothered to do whatever I needed to do that day. But like the next the next day, I have a better night's sleep. I'm all firing. I'm getting things done. I'm getting the fucking yeah. ads in order. Um, well, it takes, it takes you, if you're sleep deprived, it takes you longer to do simple tasks. Oh, yeah. We, we did a we did an exercise during basic training, which is known as dig X. Um, basically, you live in a trench for a week, but you have to dig the trench, and you can't yeah, yeah. you can't sleep until you've. Well, we do get given a nice fucking two hours break or whatever it is, forced rest. You will rest. I got hypothermia on that, um, but I think that's a health and safety thing. <laughs> but you find that you you you've finished digging it, you're taking it in turns on your stags, trying to get a little bit of sleep here and there. 
but it's it's mad what what happens to your mind if you're sleep deprived. Like I had lads lads in a couple of trenches down when a cl- one of my close friends Dan, he started hallucinating. Like he thought the trees were coming alive and all sorts. He was phoning me up on the on because there's a little phone that you have like a like a battle phone. He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm phoning trench one. Pick it up. You're yeah. like, what's up? And he's like, fucking trees are alive, mate. It's like, yeah. no, they're fucking not. It's like, yeah, they are. <laughs> fucking coming to me. Like, don't phone me again. This is not important. Yeah. That um, hallucination is your body craving uh, dream sleep. So you get to a point where your brain just goes, well, fuck you, we're doing it. If you're awake, you're awake, sound. And that's when you start seeing um, houses moving and trees burning. Yeah. And oh, hallucinations are crazy. I had one once. Uh, I was really poorly when I was a kid with, uh, with the flu. And... Um, <laughs> My mum came up to give me like a lem sip and to check to make sure I was all right. I didn't see my mum come in. What I saw was a monkey butler. So I had a, a little a little fucking monkey. He had a waistcoat on, little fez. In he pops, puts the Amazing. fucking lem sip down. Give, give it a few hours later, I'm sort of back to my normal self-ish. And I'm, my mum comes in. I'm like, Wait. I swear that there was a fucking monkey in the house, mum. She's like, what are you on about? It's like, there was. He had a fucking waistcoat on, little that. Brought my lemsip in. She went, that was me, you dickhead. Yeah, that wasn't just like a monkey. Yeah, she does look like a monkey, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what I did do. I took I do I didn't want to get my I didn't want to get my telling off today. Didn't didn't bring me coffee down with me. Um, Bottle of water. Mate. Couldn't believe it the other day when you said you would just let me get a coffee. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're doing what? And I was like, well, oh, I probably shouldn't bring that in. Just put it in a put it in a, a water I put it, bottle. I put it in a water bottle and pretended. Now, generally, I actually had a, a bottle of water. I found that I haven't drunk much water today, which is a bit unlike me. I tend to have quite a bit of water. Mm-hmm. Water. Um, but yeah, but that's an that's another thing I drink a little bit too much of, and I can feel the difference is when I have too much coffee. Yeah, caffeine's the most uh, abused substance on the fucking planet. It's got to be. Gotta yeah, it has be. to be. Yeah. Has to be. Well, the way, so the way that caffeine works is we spoke about adenosine sleep pressure building yeah, yeah. up in the brain. The way that caffeine works is it basically stops the brain being able to sense the adenosine. So where the adenosine will attach onto like a little kind of sensor in the brain, caffeine kind of blocks it. So as far as your brain is concerned, we're not tired because there's no adenosine there. But, but the issue is at some point, that caffeine's got to wear off and the adenosine's still there. So all of a sudden the adenosine receptor comes free and you just get whacked with this big thing of sleep pressure. Yeah. And that's why in the afternoon you go. Yeah. You get that fucking come down. Yeah. Is it, is it similar with sugar, I guess, is it, or is that just the energy no. crash? No, that's, um, that's, that's a kind of, that's a different mechanism. That... Fair one. Still, don't eat too much sugar before you go to sleep. I guess no, <laughs> no, not ideally. No, um, ideally you want to be really giving yourself about three hours between yeah. the last bite of food and you going to bed. Three hours, yeah. Mm. Obviously, I'm, I'm, a, as people know, I'm a snacker. So, um, like if I'm fucking watching the telly with the missus, 
I, I'm terrible for this. I always have been since since I was a kid. I get I get a fucking bowl of fucking cocoa pops out, mate, and I'm fucking yeah. munching away on on my cereal. This is like a fucking eight half eight at night. Something I need to cut out clearly. Um, but it's it's small steps, isn't it? You got to take your small steps. Um, that's appetite, not hunger. Generally, when yeah. we, when we when we look at this, you've got appetite. Appetite is emotional. Hunger is physiological. Hunger is your body going, we need fuel. Give me fuel. Appetite is got some cocoa pops in the fridge. Taste the cocoa pops. Maybe I should have some cocoa pops. So when you start to look at you start to differentiate between appetite and hunger. It, it it's like a game changer. Anyone that I work with when I when we kind of get through to this, because nine times out of ten, when you snack, it's not because you're hungry. You yeah, don't yeah, fucking, yeah. You don't have a Snickers because you're hungry. You have a Snickers because you like Snickers. If you're hungry, you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. and when we when we start to kind of differentiate and we start to highlight different times where, like like you've just said, then half eight at night. You've had your tea, you're not hungry, you just associate watching the TV. This has a bowl yeah, of frosting. Yeah. You, you associate watching the TV with it's half eight, and I'm going to have cook pops. I really like cook pops. And then your brain starts going, chocolatey cook pops. Oh, I'm going to turn the milk chocolatey. I do love cocoa pops. I think I'll go and have some cocoa pops. But when you, it's when you can um, recognize that. Like I literally, I had, um, I had my, last meal just before five o'clock and I won't eat until I don't know 12 o'clock tomorrow maybe I don't know yeah what you skip breakfast or that is breakfast 12 o'clock right well I suppose if you're gonna you know technically breakfast is whatever time you have it yeah 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 so I'll have I normally have my first meal at about 11 or 12 depending on what yeah. I'm doing. I, I, to be fair, I've been doing that quite quite recently. Um, I start work at six in the morning, so I'm up at like half five to get to work. Then mm-hmm. I'd chill out for a bit, sort my emails out. Probably around eight, I'll grab, a, grab my first coffee. I don't, I don't tend to have one straight away. So I find out I don't drink it. If I yeah. if I have a coffee straight away, I'm like I'll sip it. I'm like oh, I can't really be asked to drink that right now. Um, and then usually around nine ten, I'll I'll, I'll make me scrambled eggs in, in the old microwave, mm-hmm. smash that down me, and then that'll do me then until like one ish. Mm-hmm. And then and then my downfall is have I packed my lunch? If I pack my lunch, I'll eat well. If I haven't, I've got an yeah. asda literally around the corner, and I'm like ooh. What meal deal can I get here? Which is mad, isn't it? Because you could literally go into Asda and get um, a meal which fits in with your goals. Yes. But you, but because because you've not got your meal, you go, ah, oh, I've not got I've not got my pack lunch with me. Oh, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm gonna have to get a fucking sausage roll. Or yes. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to get. Yeah. Majorly my downfall, big time. Like, it's because a lot of people. Think. The annoying thing about about me is I know I know what I should be eating I know what I need to do I I did nutrition I was a personal trainer for a good amount of time do I take any of my own advice no because I'm a fat bastard and 
I like quick things, even if, even if it's down to putting them. What I what I was doing for a while was getting a, a nice spud, getting a bit of veg, some chicken. Bosh, that was done in the same time as it was to put a fucking microwave meal in. Exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it's cheaper. Yeah. Fucking 40p for for a spud. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, I'll eat it. And I'm like, why have I just bought that? Mm-hmm. Moron. Yeah. <laughs> you can, um, you, you'll get people exactly what in line with what you've just said then. You get I've not got I've not got time to eat healthy. What? Yeah. It takes the same amount of time to make, I don't know, um, some kind of marinated chicken for heatery type thing. Take it takes the same amount of time to do that as it does to put oven chips and a pizza in the in, in, in the oven. You can't yeah. say that. It's it's the same with um with any sort of exercise as well. Mm. It's oh, I haven't got time to do that. Okay. You definitely have. Yeah, you've yeah. Spent, you've just spent forty minutes watching shit yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, show me, show me a calendar. I've not got a calendar. All right, show me a diary. I've not got a diary. So you're that busy that you haven't got any time. Yeah. But you're, but you're not showing me. Any, you're not organising in, in any way. Um, um. I think a lot, a lot of people think that they have to exercise a lot more. Than they do. They so they tell themselves that. They, Oh, I've not got time to exercise seven days a week, so there's no point in me even going once. And it's like, well, if you go, if you go yeah. once, or it's that negative week, reinforcement again. Yeah, you're um, doing more than the majority of people anyway. The majority, the majority of people are fucking just sat there watching it, TV. It, it's, it's the same thing with with any sort of exercise as well. It's they they see the Instagram fitness models, they see the people that are selling the supplements, and they like fucking how they're ripped. Yeah, that, yeah. I want to be like that, but. I can't be like that because I haven't got the time to do that. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's their job is to what they like do for a start. Yeah. Yeah. How about you try some small steps? Why don't you go for a, instead of driving to the shops, why don't you walk to yeah, the shops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't totally you walk much. around? Like I, I haven't done it for a few weeks now, but for, for a long time, I was struggling to find the time to actually get to the gym. Um, but drawing some of my days off, I'd go and see my missus's cousin who has got, he's got a beautiful dog. He's got a, um, a beagle and he's lovely. He pulls like fuck, but he's lovely. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. on some of my days off, if I haven't got a chance to get to the gym or anything, can I take him out for a long walk? She's like, yeah, definitely. Take him out for a walk. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. And I'll take him up, up the fucking village. There's a nice sort of incline. We won't call it a hill. It's quite a steep incline, but it's yeah. not a hill. It's not a mountain. Yeah. It's, but I was like going up there and he was loving it. He was fucked when he got in. I was fucked when I got in because you know, and I was like, yeah, done something today. That yeah. add, It all adds up. You know what I mean? You might not have time to, to train seven days a week, but... You don't, you don't fucking have to. The, the, the majority of people I see uh, in the gym, they don't look any fucking different because they, instead of having, instead of doing three real targeted, yeah. intense, they'll go and do five bollocks sessions yeah, and it's like you don't you you don't need to if you sleep. I put a thing up on social media today. If you sleep more, train less, and eat more, your results will come fucking twice as fast as if you try and starve yourself all week on seven. A lot of people kind of think that they have to do. Yeah. Sorry, I was switching over my um Wi-Fi. 
it was going a bit funny. Hopefully, it's okay. We still there? I think we're still there. Oh, have I fucked it? We're always getting technical difficulties on the Grand Zero podcast, and this one was my one. You still? Oh, are we back in? We're back in. Yeah, we're back. Sweet. Yeah, basically, I had to swap my. I was on using my hotspot. My my shed's a bit too far away from the house. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I was using my wife, my um, phone hotspot, but now my phone yeah. is on three percent. So I was like, oh, yeah. it's just going to cut out a bit. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like it's it's a. I find it whenever I when I go actually into the gym, it's um. I, I call them the vest brigade. Like they're always in vests and got their gym gloves on, and occasionally I'll sit. <laughs> this sounds really pervy. Occasionally I sit and watch them train, but I'm yeah. like, what are you actually doing? You're not, one, your techers is all off. You're fucking doing a bicep curl and you're rocking your body backwards. Yeah, yeah. I went, so one, you lower the weight and actually do a proper rep. Two, I've seen you playing on your phone for the last five, 10 minutes when you could have been doing an extra set. You're barely breaking a sweat as it is. And you're giving advice to people that don't need your advice. No. And there's me. I fucking try. I try to do, yeah, I try and do a bit of hybrid training. So it's like quite physical sort of circuit training. And I always end up hitting the bag at the end. And I'm fucking fucked. And I, I do two or three of those sessions. I also do the occasional run if I like if I can. I hate running. That was what my post was about today. I needed I needed the Goggins oh, effect on me on my last run. I had Goggins in my ears. Telling me he's going to carry the boats. But yeah, like, like you've gone full circle. It's, as soon as I've done a, a good workout, bosh. <laughs> and get a good sleep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely, it's, it's all interlinked. Physical health, mental health, sleep, training, everything. If you can... You know, we spoke about identity before. If you can identify as a health-seeking individual, you will start living as a health-seeking individual. But if you start identifying as someone who struggles to lose weight, someone with low motivation, someone who can't be asked going to the gym, someone who doesn't know how to cook, you you behave exactly how you tell yourself that you are behaving. You've got I've got no motivation. Oh, okay, what what do people with no motivation do? Oh, I think they just sit down and. Watch. TV, do you think? Okay, we'll do that then. Uh, I can't cook. Well, what do people who can't cook do? No, let's have a pizza and some or, or, uh, some chicken. Yeah, pizza. Yeah. Let's do that. So it's all about your identity, man. Like like we kind of spoke about before, what you tell yourself. That's 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 what you do. That's how you that's how you kind of live. So yeah, definitely. So how did how did you get into all this then? So you said you you were a, a trucker, did you say before? Yeah, yeah. So, so how did the big I, change come about? Or is it something so you've always I, been interested in? I, well, I've been involved in health and fitness for like 27 years, like kind of personally and professionally. Um, I was driving wagons. Uh, I, I have issues with my back, being sat down for long periods of time, getting out the truck, having to do loads of heavy lifting, and then getting back in the truck, being sat down again. My, I've got three discs at the bottom of his back are completely gone, so I had to, I had to retire if you like, I had to leave that job. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I opened the supplement shop, um, which didn't do very well at all. 
whilst I had the supplement shop, I was like kind of helping people with training programs and questions and diets and stuff like that. And um, someone said to me, why don't you just be a PT? He's like, I ain't being a PT. And he was like, well, you, you basically are, but you're just not charging anyone. Yeah. Okay. So then I started quote, looking into it. Quote the so joker, I, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Yeah. So I, I kind of got, I got into it that way. And then my kind of, my, prog my progression through uh, education, uh, getting more qualifications and more experience, uh, started looking at working with people purely online because I could work with people all over the world, plus yeah. I had two kids. Um, started moving away from traditional fitness, as in beastings and burpees and, and all that kind of stuff, because it wasn't serving anyone, it wasn't solving a problem. It was giving someone what they think they need. Hmm. And it was making no difference to them. So I started looking at the psychology of coaching. I started looking at the science of nutrition. Um, that led me to becoming a behavior change coach. So we're looking at kind of cha changing their behavior to influence the outcome. Then probably about 18 months ago is when I started looking at sleep. And I started realizing that of all of the protocols and plans and things that i've followed improving someone's sleep is the most powerful thing that that you can ever do if you if you think of every shit decision you've ever made in your life pretty much guaranteed that it was following a period of of, of sleep deprivation so if we can improve someone's sleep they're going to make better food choices they're going to be a nicer person they're going to have more energy to go to the gym. Their self-worth is going to improve because instead of failing at tasks, they start to win tasks. They start to get stuff done. So then you've got the, the, the snowball effect then of it. It just grows and grows and grows. And it all from stripping things right back to the bare metal and fixing the issue because it, you could have the best diet plan in the in the world written by the top nutritionist on the planet. If you're tired, you ain't following it. You could have the best business plan as a, as a you know as a business owner. You could work with the dragons on Dragon's Den, and if you're bollocks, you ain't doing anything that they tell you to do. Yeah, exactly. So when we start implementing an extra twenty minutes, an extra thirty minutes, um, an extra an extra hour of sleep per night big things happen so that's that's when i started to move away kind of i still everything that i do this there's, there's always going to be a health and fitness element um you know i'm 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 44 and the people that i work with you know they're they're looking to be leaner stronger and more more successful and this all comes from sleep yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what that's where i kind of go with it that's pretty it's pretty fucking awesome so it's quite funny actually so when uh when i announced that you were coming on the show one of my close buddies he sent me a message went so does he just sleep a lot then is that what makes him a sleep expert and i was like oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> obviously and then i was like and then i was like thinking i was like i wonder what i wonder what we're actually going to discover like on the on the show and shed so much light on 
on sleep. And there's well, loads of it's insane. I know there's so many people that I know that you see on on their Insta stories, on their Facebooks, on on whatever. It's like I had another shit sleep. This, yeah. I wish this insomnia would fuck off. Yeah, so insomnia is created. We we create insomnia in our brain. You can't catch it. You don't yeah, walk yeah. past a woman insomnia and then fucking catch insomnia. You you create it. You create insomnia by the quality of the the thoughts that you have in your head and your behaviours throughout the day. If you're if you're scrolling on social media at one o'clock in the morning, you've not got insomnia. You've just got a fucking problem with your priorities. Yeah, yeah. You need to just stick that fucking phone in a drawer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and it's that vicious cycle. I think we sort of mentioned it at the beginning. It's if you're if you if you have in your head that you're going to have a shit night's sleep because you've got insomnia, you're going to have a shit night's sleep. Yeah, hundred percent. I um, I say this a lot because you'll get people that will go. Have you heard the phrase sleep hygiene? I have, but you might want to enlighten me. Sleep hygiene is your habitual behavior before you go to bed. So to have good sleep hygiene, it would be to not exercise within four hours of going to bed, to not have a meal within three hours, to look at um, removing stimulation, calming things down. That's good sleep hygiene. It doesn't matter how good your sleep hygiene is. If you believe that you can't sleep, you won't sleep. Yeah, yeah. Because what happens again, the ego is self righteous. If you tell everybody that you can't sleep, you lie there for five or 10 minutes and you're not asleep. Your subconscious is going, Told you. Yeah, told you you wouldn't sleep. And then then you're arguing with yourself, Well, shut up. I'll be able to get to sleep. You're you're tossing and you're turning, you're getting stressed out. Then your phone, I, I, anyone that I work with, I tell them to leave the phone outside the bedroom door. Don't have your phone in your room. Because if yeah, you're, yeah. I've, I've heard that phone, quite a lot. Oh, it's game changer. If your phone is a, is like a foot away from your head and you're lying there and you can't sleep because you're overthinking, you're catastrophizing, you're, you're worrying about work, you're worried about people, you, you're just going to get your phone and you're going to go, I'm just going to check that email or I'm just going to, yeah. just going to, I'm just going to tell everybody on social media at two o'clock in the morning that I've got insomnia when, when you haven't. You just fucking looking at your phone. It's on your phone. It's a it's a crazy one. Like. Oh. I do, I do a thing, and my missus always says, "What? Why do you do that?" It's like, it's not, it's not the, it's not the fact that I don't want to look at my phone and things like that. By the way, people, I turn it over. So when, when I go to bed, I tend to have my phone with me because, to be fair, I could use the Alexa to set my alarm. I could do that. I might, I might start doing that. But I have my phone as my alarm. But I turn it over so that I, if it, if someone's texting me or anything like that, I don't see the glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I yeah. see the glow, I'm like, well, I'll just you're, check that. Occasionally, lying. I make the mistake. Yeah, occasionally, I make the mistake. And it's around, the, around the other way. And my brother, who is a pain in the ass, because my brother's a chef, so he doesn't finish work until fucking 11 o'clock. Yeah. And occasionally, he'll, he'll send me a text, and I'm like, oh, that could be important. It's my brother. Usually, yeah. nine times out of 10, it's a fucking meme or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't need to open that. Uh, but occasionally, it is important. But yeah, you you was you mentioned there the um uh, the fucking what did you call it the sleep hygiene um, sleep hygiene um as you were saying that my mind went back to what I used to do for the kids when they were babies because you put them in a routine hundred mm-hmm. percent 
you give them their final bottle or their dinner or whatever it is. You have a little play, sure. Put them in the bath, usually a nice warm bath. Then they're snuggled in their pyjamas. Then there's no stimulants. It's maybe some yeah. background down. music, calming music, yeah. and sleep. Yeah. Why don't we all do that? <laughs> I love, to be fair, I would. My bath, my bath's fucked. I'm a, I'm a bath person. Like yeah, I'll have a shower if I need to like have a, a proper uh, a wash. But I'm, I I like to I'll, I'll put the fucking I'll put the bath salts in. I'll put the bubble bath in. Hey, I'm comfortable, man. If I wanted to, I'd light a fucking candle. I feel you. I and I put some much. fucking acoustic music on and I will fucking <laughs> relax. No, I do love a bath. But my, my missus always says my baths are too hot. I come out like a fucking lobster. I'm the same. I'm the same. I love a hot bath. <laughs> but I'm always yeah, relaxed yeah. afterwards. Yeah. So relaxed. Yeah, well, you, you're going to be. the. Um, so that's that's one of the things that I suggest to people is about an hour, hour and a half before you go to bed, two hours maybe, have a hot bath. And then what happens is for us to go to sleep, your temperature has to drop a little tiny bit. It sounds counterproductive. You have a hot bath. When you get out of that bath, your body is trying to cool down. So it fucking dumps heat. So your body temperature will drop a little bit quicker. So you have a hot bath, it relaxes you, and then your body is going to cool down that little bit quicker so that when you get into bed, your core temperature, your the temperature of your brain has dropped by like a degree. And that's how we kind of initiate sleep, which is why you can't sleep in the summer because it's too hot. Too hot in the sun. Too hot. But yeah, definitely. So any advice for, for the fucking viewers? Go back to being a baby. Yeah. 100%. I try and do it. I try and do it now with, with, with the kids. Like I said, the, the phone goes off. Um, I've been trying to do it for so long in, in terms of what they, they like a little bit of background noise. Mm -hmm. for, for me, it's always been some sort of acoustic music where it's slow. It's not yeah. riling you up. It's relaxing. My, my, my go-to and, I still am I'm yet to finish his album or one of his albums. Can't remember which one it is. It's Jack Johnson, but yeah. I put that. I used to do it when I when we were on exercise and things like that. If we had a bit of downtime and I wanted to go to sleep, but everybody was being fucking noisy. Fucking Jack Johnson on, mate. I, seriously, mm -hmm. never finish the album. Always fall asleep. So I'm like, why don't you put some acoustic music on, chill out? But then they started thinking, right? If I've got control of the music, I'll put whatever music I fucking want. And now they 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 put a podcast on, but it's not like a relaxing podcast. It's like fucking horrid Henry podcast or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, well, if he's screaming and riling himself up, you're gonna yeah. hear that and you're gonna not go to sleep, or you're gonna start having weird dreams about fucking horrid Henry. My son's got the uh, the Karma on his iPad, which is like um, it's like a meditation app, hmm. and on it there's. So there's like sleep stories you know that are like 30 yeah. 35 minutes at a time so he has that on he's got like a little speaker in his pillow and he has he has that on and that he's gone yeah i i found that i found there's quite a few on like spotify with just sounds yeah because even as a kid yeah. even as a baby you, you were hearing noises which is yeah. probably well, why the probably why the white noises music. is so relaxing. Background music, it's 
stops sudden noises. So anyone who, who has fragmented sleep, so you kind of wake up a lot in the night, it's generally because noise, light, and temperature. So if you, I live on a fairly busy road, not, you know, yeah. it's not it's like the fucking motorway, but if if a car goes past, you, you hear it. So yeah. it doesn't wake you up properly, but it wakes you up enough that you are awake and then you go back to sleep again. Yeah. yeah. So if you can, if you can have, um, like white noise on in the background that's something that's constant you don't get the up and down sounds in your ear so you don't so it doesn't go deathly quiet and then when a car goes past yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. have the rainfall on your phone app or you do, do you know what i mean so mm. it's a it's a it's a thing it's a thing blocking out noise or keeping noise consistent i i, I don't like it i'm i'm a paranoid fuck i need to be able to hear everything yeah i like I said, when I, when I was on exercise and things like that, that that's when I used to look. Now it's, it's usually dead quiet because like I'm similar to you. I I'll I need to hear it if it, if something's happening. It must be the 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 male gene in me. It's like yeah. you need to protect this house. Like oh, yeah. my cat is the most annoying little fucker ever. My my bed, my side of the bed is next to the window. We don't have a cat flap or anything like that, so she needs to get in and out of the window. Occasionally, I forget to like leave it open a little bit because I'm like, well, it's fucking winter and I'm cold as fuck. Yeah. I'm not playing fucking igloos now. Um, but she like taps and meows at the window. I was like, oh, fuck off, will you? You're either in a. I find myself talking to the cat, so I'll let her in. She'll scurry about and then she want to go back out again. It's like, well, you're either in or out. It's like, yeah. it's, like oh, yeah. it's like something your parent would, your mum and dad would say as a kid. They're either in or out. Stop playing with the fucking door, motherfucker, motherfucker. But yeah, if I do leave it open though, she is the heavy, most heavy-footed cat. I I always thought cats are quite light on their feet. Not this one. She comes through the window. It's like you fucking little shit. I'm up like that, fucking ready to go, <laughs> fight or flight mode. <laughs> oh so danny where can we find you you can find me social media i would say is is the easiest place to be danny wilson on facebook or danny wilson coaching on instagram um any questions hit me up i'll help you if i can Fire Matt. and definitely check out the uh the youtube stuff as well you yeah, i literally YouTube. was listening to that while I was uh, at work today, and I was like, "Well, oh, that's fucking spot on. That's yeah. fucking spot on. I'm not. It's I'm not going to have a coffee. I'm going to have a water." Yeah. Well, my um, the guy I was doing a podcast with, um, the the one that you probably watched, he, he's one of my best mates. Um, he's so insanely talented when it comes to psychology. And we were just in the gym, and we were just talking about sleep, and he was like, "What?" I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you don't get enough um, REM sleep, your emotional regulation goes everywhere and you can't deal with traumatic situations. And he was like, why the fuck don't I know this? I don't know, you tell me, man. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You're, you're the fucking psychologist. Yeah. He's like, right, let's let's do it. So we did um, like an hour. Yeah. Uh, it was a good hour. hour. And I, I find, I, I have found, we've, we've gone off on a tangent already. Um, I find with certain podcasts, you're like, fucking hell that was a that was a long that was a long hour yeah like but the one that i listened to you and even today right now we've done over an hour i think 
just, just um, a smidgen. Yeah, just a smidgen. Um, it depends on who you're talking to, but like this hasn't felt like it's been an hour no, or just over. And and that the one I was listening to didn't feel like an hour's worth of but I, when it was coming to the end on there, I was like, is that is that it? Not not I wanted more if that made sense. Yeah, I was like, this is yeah. brilliant. And you know, you get that when you have when you're when you're interested in the subject and you actually have someone who's knowledgeable in the subject, conversation flows. Like last last night I did a I did a podcast with with Lee. And we, we were chatting for two and a half hours, but it didn't feel like two and a half hours. Yes, I had probably too many whiskeys for my <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I, it was just good. It was just good. And it's good to get back into these sort of routines, chatting to um, decent, like-minded people. It's, it's, yeah, I, I've, I've always said, um, and I heard uh, another podcast to say the same thing on another podcast. This, this is my happy place. This is... This is where I come and, and I'm happy. I can chat to chat to whoever. And it's been my honor and my privilege to have you on, Danny. It's been it's been fantastic. We'll um we'll catch up again. We'll do we'll oh, do, definitely. do a we'll do a part. Definitely. We'll we'll catch up again. I'll let you know how my sleep's getting on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I expect the daily messages now. Uh what's this? Uh, yeah, you will. How you do will. I do this? Uh, what's going I, on with I will, this? I might actually um <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give your um your uh, your Addy Addy. Fuck it, I'm down with the kids. Your Addy, your user, your app, or whatever it is. I'm going to give it to my cousin, um, Kylie. She she has really, really fucking terrible sleep. Um, and she's one of those that I've got insomnia. Um, so I'm going to tell her to listen yeah. to this. And, tell her to, and, yeah. Tell and her to, contact. tell her to listen to this. And then if she, if she, I've got, um, I've got a four week coaching program that is life changing. What we'll do is we'll just tell her go and sleep in the fucking woods. Yeah, go um, sleep in the woods. Don't, but yeah, don't Danny, talk to me. thank you very much for coming on. This, uh, this, will, this, this has been a good one. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Catch you in a bit.